0: Welcome to 51 First Dates I'm Liza And I'm Kimmy And we are doing an experiment And talking about dating And love Maybe Yeah, maybe Maybe Cheers Cheers Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy, and welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast. We have two very special guests today, the hosts of The Single, Alexandra Tweeten and Allison Stevenson. Thank you both for being here. Hi. Thank
1: you so much for having us. We're so excited.
0: Yeah. Uh, Again, you know, we've already talked about this, but uh, the title of your podcast alone, I think when I saw it, just The Single, I was like, oh, yep, this is... This is something for me. And I think many of our listeners relate as well. So very excited to do this crossover and talk more about kind of dating in L.A. You're both in L.A. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And It's a nightmare. Definitely a specific scene, just the way that New York is.
2: I feel like we've heard it's so fun. We've we've had a bunch of guests on from L.A. being like you know the coast being kind of where podcasty and the creative people are kind of drawn to, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like the New York versus L.A. dating convo is when we've had a lot and I'm sure we'll have again today but yeah. both of them just seem it like fascinates nightmares. me <laughs> yeah it's horrible in two totally different ways which I like, yeah. love yeah <laughs> I, mean, I don't love it but it's interesting yeah um are you guys from the west coast originally
3: uh I'm from Minnesota originally but I've been in LA for nine years
1: yeah and I'm Allison and I am from the valley so I grew up in LA She's a valley girl. Gotcha.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, we're going to obviously have to talk about all of that. But before we get into it, do you guys have worse first date stories you'd like to share?
1: Hmm. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I have multiple. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm trying to find one that's – I'm trying to think of one that's, like, not horrific and mostly just funny. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. not too yeah. sad. Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of them are terrible for very sad reasons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Okay, I got one. Actually, do you remember this story? You kind of knew the guy. Alexander kind of knew him. Oh,
3: yeah. I remember this one.
1: So (laughs) it was through Tinder, uh, and we barely spoke on Tinder, but we basically just made a plan to meet up, and it was late at night, too. We met at this bar that I happen to have a friend who bartends there, and I guess he hangs out at that bar a lot. So we were like, all right, it's chill. Like, let's meet. Uh, We decided to meet at like 10 o'clock at night and he doesn't show up until like 1030, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, whatever. It's chill. Like, I have a friend here. She's bartending. I wasn't that mad about it or anything, but it was shitty. But it
3: was half an hour late. (laughs) Yeah, he was
1: a half an hour late. But like, I was like, it's let's see how this goes. Like, I was still kind of like, you know, because I wasn't too bugged about it. Uh, So I don't know. I think we're talking for maybe like 15 minutes. And he says he's like, oh, that's my friend over there. I'm going to go talk to him real quick. He, like, sees a friend of his at the bar. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And, like, he gets up to go talk to him. And then he comes back to me. And he's like, oh, so really quick, I, like, owe this guy money. So I'm just going to, like, run home real quick and go get the money that I owe him (laughs) and come right back. And I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Whoa. It made no sense to me. I was like, uh, I guess. And my friend was still bartending. So I was like, I'm just going to go over to my friend and talk to her then. And honestly, I low-key thought he was not going to return. Like, I thought that was like a bullshit excuse. And he was just doing some weird, like, piecing out thing. But he does come back. (laughs) He comes back. Doesn't come to me and, like, say anything. He goes immediately to his friend. And gives him, I guess, the money.
3: <laughs> but how long was
1: he? He was gone for like an hour. He was gone or, for a while. And he said he lived right across 40, the street, which 40 is why he was something. doing it.
0: <laughs> Whoa. I am yeah. supremely sketch out. I just like crushed euphoria. I'm picturing like drug deals happening. Yeah. I don't know. I'm picturing a lot of things. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was weird to me. He was like, oh, I owe this guy money. Automatically, I'm like, what, cocaine? Probably yeah, cocaine. Probably. Which, I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know, if if that's your thing. Uh-
3: actually, no, I actually know. I know that guy. He's in AA. Oh yeah, yeah. Well,
1: maybe Wait. was he drinking at the time? Honestly, I can't remember.
3: Okay,
2: well anyway, well, maybe maybe this night was his <laughs> bottom. I hope, but not. I mean, I probably fucked up the joke about it. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> like, but like that's insane, especially because it's already and Like maybe I'm a grandma, but that's already a late start time for a date. Like if you're if you're meeting yeah. at 10, then they don't show yeah. up till 10:30. Then they peace out for an hour. It's like, well, we're not going to really get to know each other between 12:15 and 2 in the oh, morning no. when the bar. Oh no. It actually yeah. gets
1: worse. Yeah, they, it's oh not my, god, over oh my god. It's not over. So oh <laughs> yeah, no, it's insane. I was like, obviously I was like I'm never going to hang out with this guy. But uh he comes back and I'm like, you know what? Fine. We talk for like another, I don't know, 15 minutes and then he goes <laughs> He's like, oh, so turns out, like, I don't know if I told you this, but um, I have to go to the airport now. <laughs> I guess he was going to, I think it was New York. He was like, I have to go to the airport, so I'm going to call my Uber soon and leave. And I was like, what? <laughs> I literally had no idea what happened. I was, is this a, like, I thought I was, like, having a fever dream or something where I was just, like, having a One nightmare. Thing after the other. Yeah, oh it God. felt like just, things were, like, skipping, like, in a movie. Like, did I just, like, accidentally fast forward my life or something?
0: <laughs> like, but he straight
1: up then left. And I was like, cool we're never talking again and I sent him a really nasty text message like an hour later
0: (laughs) oh what was it like tell us
1: I was (laughs) just like just so you know your whole behavior tonight was very rude and I was like I can't remember exactly but I was like obviously I don't ever want to talk to you again but just so you know in the future this is not how you should be acting on a date I don't know if this is normal for you or if you like realize that you were being weird or not but like literally everything you did was wrong
0: (laughs) yeah good for you
1: (laughs) yeah I I basically just laid it out for him I was like peace out have fun in New York or whatever the fuck uh and then he like sent like a quick like yeah you're right sorry and like that was it oh my
2: god (laughs) also like way to escalate the rudeness by not even really like acknowledging I mean obviously he texted you back but not even like apologizing or like giving you a thoughtful response just firing off like oh
1: you know whatever sorry Oh, yeah, yeah, it was very like I. Sh- I feel like I should say sorry. So sorry. It yeah. didn't feel genuine <laughs> at all, and he didn't even seem like
0: he understood why I was so like, dude, that's weird.
1: Uh, yeah, oh and like God.
0: call me a grandma, but like I, I don't know. I don't want to go on a date before a flight. Like I just want to get drunk by myself for that flight. If red. I don't understand that Same. part. Of it. Like where at the why? bar? <laughs> yeah, I. For me, that you know. I need to be a little closer to the airport and not like trying to make a good first impression on another human. But then again, he wasn't really trying to make a good first impression on you. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: he. It seemed like he actively like he wanted us to meet up so he could like have a new person to like not like him. Like it was like the opposite of what you want to go on a date for. He was like, oh, I want to make a new enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just opposite fucking day yep you right, are so yep. fucking
2: weird i i feel like it there's this specific type of guy and maybe i'm projecting this onto this person who i don't know but who's like too chill for their own good, like, doesn't yes. realize that the like extreme amount of like not giving a fuck what other people are thinking about them is actually like really detrimental to their life. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, man, whatever. Like, I basically am picturing, you know, the dude from the Big Lebowski. I'm just like, yeah, well, all right, you know, I gotta go to the airport now. <laughs> like, what? I mean, he kind of was like that, actually. <laughs> Yeah, like, who raised you? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, why aren't you neurotic? <laughs> yeah, right?
1: Wow. That's well, a really good one. That's a good one. Thanks. Well, thank him. Not I me. mean, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Uh, whenever we say good one.
2: <laughs> By good, we mean, wow, that's horrible. We're sorry you went through that, but also great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. And then how about you, Alexandra?
3: I'm trying to think of of uh, my worst first date i have a few there's one where i met this guy um off of field which is like a very it's like a hookup central mm-hmm. app
0: yeah but, it's like a threesome app yeah oh we <laughs> because... just learned about this again fucking grandmas but we just le- like okay so yeah it actually sounds i'm curious to hear this date but i also am just curious your thoughts on that app in general but continue sorry
3: yeah um i, mean, I I actually joined it when it was called Thrinder, (laughs) and uh, it was just like Tinder for threesomes. Uh, But Yeah, Field is like the more evolved version. They had to change it because they got sued by Tinder.
0: Oh, damn. Um, I remember hearing about Thrinder. I don't feel... Okay, got it.
3: Yeah, so they had to change the name legally. (laughs) But anyway, so I... uh, I I want to
0: be that lawyer. God, can you
2: imagine? (laughs) (laughs) Just sounds like fun. <laughs> like in court in a suit.
1: Yes, Thrinder versus Tinder. Exactly. <laughs> and they're
3: like it's a swiping app but it's for threesomes.
2: Uh <laughs> <laughs> incredible.
3: Um yeah, so I I actually don't recommend this, but I went to this guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> and he lived um like in uh, Laurel Canyon, like in a really nice house. Mm. Um, wait, do I know the story? I don't know. I haven't, I probably haven't talked about it in a while. I'm actually trying to remember the details (laughs) currently, but, um, I went to this guy's house and it was a really nice house. And he, he was just like, yeah, I'm just like drinking a beer on my patio, like come over. And I was like, okay, so I came over and he had his dog and his dog was like running around. And then um, I just sat down and he w- I immediately was like, you seem really high, like on weed. <laughs> <laughs> weed high. Weed high. You just seemed really extremely high. And then he was like, yeah, you want to like smoke some weed? and I was like, OK, so <laughs> we, we smoked some weed and then he just like talked at me. Mm. for a good like 40 minutes uh, and just was, he was just like this very entitled rich dude. Mm -hmm. And then um, he didn't ask me any questions, just like talked about, Oh, I used to be a model and I worked for blah, blah, blah. And I was was like, okay. uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and then he asked, he he said something and I, I was like, well, he was like, well, I don't know anything about you. And I was like, yeah, that's because you haven't asked me any questions. <laughs> and he was like, okay, well, now you, t- you talk now.
2: You oh,
1: talk shit. now? And I
3: was like, ugh. And I was like, okay, well, what do you want to know? And he just stared at me blankly. And I wow. was like okay, well, now you want me to talk. Oh, and I tried to, like, carry a conversation a little bit, but he wouldn't say anything. He just stared at me with a blank face and wouldn't say,
0: That's creepy. It was really creepy. Yeah, like, it's a bit murdery. Uh, I don't know. Yeah.
3: (laughs) It was very murdery. And then, um, (laughs) uh, so then after a while, uh, he was like, "Uh." so I got this truck in my backyard. Do you want, like, you want to come see it? (laughs) What? He was like, he was like, can you help? You want to come help me start it? And I was like, no. No, no.
0: (laughs) But I I went back, but I was curious. I was
3: curious. So I, uh, I went back to, to his backyard and he was like trying to start this like 1970s truck for (laughs) a good, like 20 minutes. Just like, it wouldn't it wouldn't start fully oh my god and, and then he was like here help me like you know whatever and then Did he just
1: invite you over to help him fix his truck I don't know
3: <laughs> so then finally I'm like I gotta go I gotta go home <laughs> and he walks me out to my car and he's like he noticed that my bumper was like dented and he was like oh I can help you fix that' <laughs> and like oh no. And then uh, I was like, "No, I got, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm going home." (laughs) And uh, on the way home, he texted me, and he was just like, "Wait, come back. Why didn't we make out?" Ew. And I was like, "No." What What planet are you living on? Oh that feels
2: like when you go over to someone's house in elementary school and it's awkward or like middle school and they're like do you want (laughs) to see my room and you're like yeah like someone who your mom makes you hang out with right you know and it's like, look like this is my doll it's whatever its name is this and you're like oh cool yeah it was exactly like that yeah fucking awkward (laughs) oh god
1: like oh look at my truck (laughs) yeah look at my truck you want to help me
2: get it started like No, but I
0: guess we're here, so. (laughs) What else am I going to do? I feel like both of those dates kind of capture what I feel like we've heard and what I understand to be some, like, kind of common L.A. dude stereotypes, maybe. I don't know. You both can correct me if I'm off the mark, but. Yeah. Self-centered and stupid. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Absolutely (laughs) no self-awareness whatsoever.
1: And just very, like. My life is the only thing that matters and nothing else I matters. I don't
3: give a fuck about you at yeah. all. And uh, I'm just going to talk about myself and... And
2: my modeling your, career. Yeah, you're a rabbit.
3: Oh, yeah. He was like... Learned. And you're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: yeah. God. Well, thank you both He's, for sharing those. They're, yeah, They're They, they <laughs> are just, again, like very overt versions of things that we all deal with in most dates, I feel like. But are just the lack of question asking comes up all the time and I just don't understand mm-hmm. how people can't figure out even the basic questions just ask me a question it's not that hard
3: yeah yeah it's so weird it, it really feels is. like
2: such like humaning 101 to me of like when you meet someone new you have to like f- f- just take it upon yourself to be interested in them <laughs> Yeah, like that's the point of meeting somebody, especially if you're going on a date or you're like, you know, putting yourself out there in some way. It's like the point of that is to get to know someone. So fucking step up and do it. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I will say, though, I have experienced it in two different ways. And there is that person that doesn't ask questions or like only talks about themselves, obviously, because they're like very cocky and, you know, Mm -hmm. egotistical and like don't care about you. But I have seen it in a few cases the other way around where that person is actually very self-conscious and trying way too hard to impress you. Yeah. And so they just, like, don't realize (laughs) that
0: they're being, like, very self-centered. Yeah. They're probably just, like, really
3: nervous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's true, actually. That was me, like, first – dipping my toes into online dating I feel like I would just get nervous and then sometimes shy and be like god just ask a question it's like (laughs) I actually that's a good point so Mm -hmm. but it's like the more dating you do you're like okay I have to ask people questions I have to be interested in these people I'm going on dates with even if they're duds because I'm I'm spending part of a night with them so let me find out how weird they are whatever it is
1: yeah it just doesn't make sense to like not want to get to know someone you're going on a date with it just does not click
3: it's so bizarre
2: yeah, um it's like stay home like being home is great <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Fair laughs> yeah. no. something tough. else that i think is interesting that i don't know if we've really talked about this on our podcast but i wonder if you guys have thoughts on it being in la so one of my best friends from childhood lives in la and just to preface all of this like i'm very pro smoking weed i'm an enthusiastic lifelong weed smoker and so is he and he was saying it can be really hard to end up on a date with someone who you realize is stoned because like yeah. It's hard to <laughs> hang out with someone you don't know when they're stoned or when you're stoned. Like, yeah. I'm like doing that. Like, yeah. When they're Stressful. already stoned.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Like getting stoned you- together, that's chill. But- yeah. <laughs>
2: totally. Or but if you like, like yeah. hang out for 15 minutes beforehand, you know, just enough time to be mm-hmm. like, I understand your vibe when you're yeah. not real. Or if that, like, if someone's a little high, whatever, you know. Yeah, both. that's but fine. like, if, if As long as you have some baseline sense of their vibe before they get <laughs> so high.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like, and I feel like it's got to be, I don't know, maybe not, but is it something you guys feel like you experience in L.A. dating because it's, you know, so, like, a legal and just more kind of ubiquitous? I don't,
3: I don't think I've, I think the, the thing that, the story I just told, that's, like, the worst example of it I've ever experienced mm. Um and I think I've I've gone on dates with people who were probably a little bit high, but not, not too bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's actually really interesting because I've never really thought about it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of my, like, past dates now where it's like, oh, wait, maybe that guy was high the whole time. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Everybody yeah, smokes here. I don't personally, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that has any, like, effect on the dates, but... Uh I don't man, like yeah. I don't like smoking in public very much.
3: I'd like to do it on the couch or yeah. just like in a very safe environment and definitely not around people I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that puts me in my most anxious place of just like,
1: <laughs> oh, I'm talking too much. I'm not talking enough. Like, they yeah, think I'm crazy. Yeah. What's going know? on? <laughs> so <laughs> many people here smoke like it's like no big deal, though. Like, they'll yeah. just like... Every day, you know, all day. Smoke a joint, go to work, like,
0: smoke I'm not at a work. functional
1: high
3: person. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, Same. I don't get it either.
0: It's yeah. very impressive. Yeah, I am my worst paranoid self. So putting me on a date with, yeah, any smoking happening is not a good look for me. Yeah, for I sure. I feel like that would be a good
2: like live date to do at a live show in LA <laughs> like you yeah
1: try to get We're to so know each high. other yeah. that is not a bad <laughs> idea like we do a really have- really I mean date. <laughs> I've done drunk dates yeah <laughs> which I wouldn't recommend either but that yeah. was like every date in my 20s yeah <laughs> fully
2: my my worst first is me puking on a date like i, I was the <laughs> problem like personal I puked, worst I puked date everywhere and then my blind date had to take care of me it was horrible um
1: well it's nice that he did that
2: yeah mm-hmm. truly I, I was like oh my god gem i was so lucky <laughs> 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 i think i sent him pizza or wings the next day or something um anyway why don't you guys will you guys tell us a little bit about
0: like the single and how it came to be and how you you met because if i'm remembering correctly it's a pretty interesting story (laughs) yeah well well uh well the single kind of
1: just started from us being friends for a bit and realizing that like we had so much shit in common
3: (laughs) yeah yeah but like i mean the the Way that we met is interesting because uh, we we both dated the same guy and not at the same time at different times. But he um, put us in a group chat together and was like, you guys should be friends.
0: Oh, my God. I like can't get over that. I don't know. (laughs) It's amazing because look at you now. But it's just like.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we like
0: really followed his
1: advice. (laughs) Yeah. That's
2: insane. Uh, Yeah.
1: So what was the time
2: gap between you guys dating him? How long was it?
3: Between. about 2 years.
2: Okay. That so was Yeah, I
3: Yeah. Safe. So like I had dated him and he and I think I was like 25 or 26 about and um we dated uh and he was just like the ultimate fuckboy. <laughs> like
1: ultimate. Ultimate like, like, like quintessential was, like, textbook definition. Yeah.
3: But like this was before people were really using the word fuckboy, so mm-hmm. I didn't really have a a word for it, yeah. I just knew that like this was weird, You're and like, like something's up here, <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, when I heard the word fuck boy or the term and like how people were using it, I was like, oh my god, that was him <laughs> this entire time. So, anyway, uh, yeah, like it was, it was like we met up, it was amazing, wonderful. Like, he texted me all the time, uh, would text me like hard eyes emojis, and he could see faces while I was at work all day, <laughs> and we just like hung out all the time we would uh you know go to dinner and hang out on the couch and he he, for all intents and purposes he was like my boyfriend Mm. for like uh at least I think I dated him for like five months um I like uh helped him with a a speech that he had to give um where he like left the country to talk about his work and I was like okay like we're Mm-hmm. we're like moving towards a thing mm-hmm. you yeah. know <laughs> five months
0: I'm relating I the listeners can't see me nodding ferociously because I relate so hard to this story
3: yeah yeah and I was like okay well it doesn't have a, a label but I feel like we're going somewhere with mm-hmm. this and um you know I eventually realized that that was not the case <laughs> he came back and I like asked him what was going on he was like oh, no, we're going to have this conversation.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Why did you think it would never happen? That's what I always like, I'm like- Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, um you know looking back on it all of the red flags were there because he was like i'm not ready for a relationship right now mm-hmm.
1: uh-huh. just
3: got out of a relationship blah 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 which i should have i should have listened to but i was a, i was very young and <laughs> anyway he like broke my heart i my, an entire summer definitely ruined for me just like pining <laughs> and agonizing over it yeah. um but anyway we kind of just stayed friendly after that and i was like whatever doesn't matter we were still friendly. Um, so I totally got over it. Two years later, <laughs> I was like, this, this, this guy is, you know, a piece of shit, but like, it's fine. Whatever. He's over there. Yeah. And so then <laughs> we, in that time, Allison and I actually had heard of each other because we would always go to parties and people would be like, have you heard? Do you know my friend Allison? <laughs> She's so cool. You guys should be, you guys would like each other. And people would yeah. say the same thing. To and her. I would get the
1: same thing. It was like, oh my God, do you know who Alexandra Tweetin is? And like, it would literally just be like, okay, we have to meet up yeah. at some point.
3: And I had like seen, I had seen like videos of her stand up too. And I was like, she's so funny. <laughs> and um, I was like, I, we just assumed that we would eventually meet up at some yeah. point. But we never did.
1: We never like made a plan. Yeah. And so we were just kind of, like, in this internet in, in our friend orbit, orbit. yeah. Uh, but then that all changed yeah. <laughs> when I swiped right on a man. <laughs> uh, on the same fuck boy. Yeah, oh on God. this magical man who ruined my life. <laughs> in the close, very similar to the way he fucked up Alexandra, but, like, I was, I'll admit, I was a little bit more, uh, what's the, psycho. (laughs) 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 I was like very stubborn and after a few months of us really like, I don't know, I, I felt like he liked me. Like I could just feel in my gut, I was like, I know this guy has feelings for me because it's weird to, like, get along same. with someone so well. <laughs> yeah, I know. And to same. spend that much time with them and I to, felt like, bond way. with them. <laughs> and for them to, like, not want to date you.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it didn't make any sense It to was, me. like,
1: a complete farce. Oh yeah, my it God. Made no thing.
0: sense. I'm, like, did it's... I date this guy too? Like, just yeah. like i just, like, I feel this yeah. feeling. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: I was, like, completely convinced that this yeah. guy, like wanted me but you know was just in his own head or like i don't know i honestly just didn't believe his excuses yeah you're (laughs) like he'll come around study
2: these people someone needs to round them up in a lab in in a in a basement of a university somewhere and just like maybe it's just because i'm watching mind hunter but i think somebody needs to develop a psychological profile (laughs) of these people
3: i want
1: to do how like Yeah. yeah ugh
3: it's so, it's very
1: frustrating. It's so annoying. Yeah. And it's like I we say this on our podcast all the time. It's like, do they all like take the same classes or something? They all blow like, the same moves. Is there a same the school <laughs> where they're learning this? <laughs> I know, they, How do they know? This I've, like very yeah. fuckboy behavior. It's like yeah. so mind blowing. <laughs> so
3: you go you guys swipe you swiped right. You yeah. guys met on Tinder and then he was like he, he texted me, he was like Oh, I met Allison Stevenson. You guys should be friends. He was like, "I know you guys would get along." I was like, "Yeah, I know. We should." And <laughs> oh he was like, God. "No, really." And he put us in a three-way <laughs> text convo and was yeah. like, "Please get lunch or something."
1: Yeah. And he literally—that's how we—we we were like, "Okay, <laughs> okay yeah, let's fine. get lunch." And
3: we like so we got did. lunch
1: because of this guy. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, how did you meet so and so?" And she was like, "Oh, we met on Tinder." <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I was oh, like, oh, wait, no, this is the kicker, is that he did not tell me that okay. him and Alexandra had ever, like, hooked oh. up or dated or anything. He was like, oh, she's, like, a friend of mine. Like, I'm pretty sure he said that you were, like, a sister or yeah. something. <gasps>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Dark as fuck. <laughs> <Jesus>
1: <laughs> the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Yep. So I'm going in there, like, not really thinking, like, that we can talk about, you know, how he is romantically i'm just like okay we just have a mutual friend like i'm not thinking that she ever like dated or was with him (laughs) and then i feel like i should have because i was going through all this shit with him and i could have just been like wait alexandra
3: yeah i just i I did try i was like i wouldn't i think i I don't remember how maybe it was a little too subtle but i tried to word you
1: yeah, I and then I was just being delusional and I was like, no, yeah, but it's fine. different with me. Uh, Always.
3: Yeah, Always. so then like a couple months goes by and then they, they went through all the, that all happened, uh, yeah. he went through all this turmoil and dated he, him. He
1: like ghosted me for three months <laughs> and then like randomly popped back up and like texted me to hang out again like nothing happened. Yeah. It yeah. was like that kind of weird behavior. and I was like, why the f-? like looking back on it now, why did I put up with that? like I, know. I literally I know it's how so crazy I, that how
3: he like how he somehow got both of us to like do the same exact thing. So after that happened, we met up and she was just telling me about all the stuff he was doing. and I was like, he did the exact same thing to me. like exact same text messages, exact same phrases and words. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, yeah, me too. How did he do that? And we were like, how did he bamboozle both of us? Yeah. We we're, were like, we're both very capable, like strong, independent women. And he yeah. just completely,
1: I don't know. And he had some sort of dick magic over yes. us. God. Yeah, we dick were, were
3: dickmatized. So then we were like, you know what? Let's start a podcast about it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, way to reclaim. This is the thing about manipulative behavior. It's like, obviously, you know, you guys are telling the same story. Like, he's the common fucking denominator. Mm -hmm. But manipulative people have this unbelievable skill to make you feel like you're.
3: They're so charming. The crazy one. It's
1: it's like just extreme gaslighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, it was gaslighting to the extreme.
1: Oh, yeah. And he like, he even uh, reached out to us. A few months after we talked about him on the podcast, <laughs> and I still felt kind of like, "Whoa!" Like I just like apologized to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god, it was like a weird like I don't even know how. Well, I don't think he did it. I don't think he does it on purpose. He just like there are things that- about him and that we haven't mentioned, like yeah. for respect of his privacy. But there are definitely things about him where you're like, okay, this guy needs like some sort of yeah. You know, he's no. not a completely bad person. Like, I don't think he's an evil I don't guy. think he's an
3: evil person. He's not a bad person, but he's just, there's something about him that is so.
1: He has some emotional block where he, yeah. like, is definitely terrified
0: of commitment and, like. But can't. is
3: able to act like he isn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I. That's, yeah. yeah. It's, It's I'm now thinking of like the person who this reminds me of the most where I was like, I'm smart. Why do I keep doing this? He's not a total asshole. It was just like, it was never ending. The three month Mm -hmm. ghosting, not even weird to me. I'm like, that happened to me. Now I want to go find out, I want to go like compare notes because that's the part that like is truly Mm. wild because you really can convince yourself, I don't know, or I wasn't able to. And this is, and then this is a while ago, but yeah, the most significant version of this that I like dealt with and kind of couldn't get over. I was just like, but it was more like, I'm not an idiot. He's not an asshole completely. Yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure there were other me's out there. So like, mm-hmm. fuck, why I was guess, I so like, idiot
3: yourself? And you're like, am I in reality right now? What's real? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, my like most Gandhi-like self, which is just about, uh, you know, a quarter of a percentage of my entire being, it's like they're in pain, right? Like they're there's yeah, something definitely. wrong. Like everybody wants the same thing. Like everybody wants to feel seen, heard, connected mm-hmm. with other people. Totally. Like we're not that complicated as humans. And then we're all just the summation of our baggage. So yeah. like- but there's some common denominator in like the way we were uh, our generation was raised and like this certain type of man who's emerging who feels the need to keep everyone at arm's distance but keep them on the hook and like doesn't really care about the emotional consequences yeah yes it's like gross it's just i'm it's so i'm so fucking tired of it yeah Yeah.
3: me too and I, I, i mean maybe it's something to do with like Obviously we're all just trying to resolve the problems that we faced in our childhood. And so like, he probably reminds me of some sort of thing that I'm trying to resolve subconsciously, but yeah,
1: uh,
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's I, just yeah. like, it pulls you in. It's like, like a magnet mm-hmm. and it's so hard to get out of it.
2: Totally. Well, I think yeah. sometimes too, like men understand that a lot of times women are, naturally like emotionally giving like we we yes. i don't know most of the women i know are fucking cool badass like oh like, totally. I, I use the word caretaker in a way of like it is the most empowering thing to be like sensitive intuitive and care about the people mm-hmm. around you and empathetic like, yeah yeah totally. and like and like no be able to notice when things are wrong be able to be mm-hmm. sensitive to where people are at like that's our fucking superpower oh yeah and i think a lot of men Uh, you know get addicted to like how amazing how amazing we are but (laughs) it's true you know it's like there's this thing where they're able to sap our our superpowers without like giving anything back to us yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and we've just been conditioned to kind of accept that as like oh well that's That's heterosexual dating like that's what it is our role
2: is to take care of them yeah. or whatever and we're
1: yeah, just yeah. like free
3: therapists Ugh, basically uh, yeah
2: yeah and like best friends and this and that and like you're their main I don't know point yeah of contact and then, for. and then at some point you human. wake
3: up and you're like hey wait a minute this isn't <laughs> fair <laughs>
1: yeah it's like what am I really getting out of
0: this other than like dick
1: sometimes yeah Sometimes
0: a ton of anxiety like weird new Instagram stalking patterns I never had before like I I just yeah oh, yeah completely <laughs> <It's laughs> in hindsight okay so i'm gonna just pose this question to all of us like Mm -hmm. having experienced these types of guys like if we could go back to our younger selves or any listener who's in it because it's so hard to like shake yourself you can have friends being like hey it's so hard to see it yeah but what are maybe like even the red flags i am truly i don't have any answers to this right now Mm -hmm. because i think Mm -hmm. i block out these chunks of my (laughs) dating life but yeah i don't Um, even know if i could see it number one
1: bread crumbing <laughs> yeah like yeah. definitely wanting to talk to you but then when it comes to making plans they're very shady yeah they don't want to give definite answers yeah. they're like oh or and when they finally are ready to hang out it's like at midnight or like it's on their m. terms yeah on their terms yeah
3: yeah i would say not their words and actions not uh matching up yep
1: mm-hmm. like they're
3: like Oh like saying something to you But the way they act is not the same Yeah um,
0: Yeah I think that's huge I think and they both kind of Go together it's like actually Making the plans mm-hmm.
3: Because when yep. someone
0: isn't being a fuckboy It's very clear they want to hang out with you again And Oh my god yeah. Unfortunately yeah. I feel like again with super heteronormative Dating we're like oh yeah. as a woman What if we show too much interest blah 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 So, mm-hmm. so- sometimes like it falls on The man and the, if a guy wants to see you, he's going to see you. I, like, hate that sentence, but it kind I of know.
2: ends up being true. Yeah. Well, I, I know. I think also such a, like, a canary in the coal mine is, and this is going to sound uh, a little fucked up, but I'm going to explain it and then I hope it won't sound fucked up. <laughs> but I think that anytime I've been, I've caught myself thinking, like, what am I doing wrong Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's such a red flag, and like, yes. I, for me, that was that's a true. very particular facet. I'm not saying all women do this. I'm not saying it's specific. I'm saying like for me, I found myself doing that all the time when I was younger, and it was a, a really big facet of low self esteem. Like, I really need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I did. I'm. I worked out a lot of it. I'm still working out a lot of it, but just a feeling like, you know, I think in the healthy relationships I've been in, really like only one, but. <laughs> you know you don't feel like there's anything yeah. like you're doing anything wrong You you're mm-hmm. like if you're, if if you're trying you. to
3: change yourself in any way t- for them to like you more
2: <laughs> totally or if you're like if i just put in a little bit more effort then he's gonna yeah. want to commit to me or yeah. if i just do this a little bit whatever like if you think you need to give more then yeah. probably what's happening is like you're not getting what you need you know mm-hmm. i think that in yeah. relationships where you don't feel gaslit and you feel the opposite of that which is like seen and heard it's because someone's seeing you and hearing you. And then you were like, oh, this feels right. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like yeah. a normal healthy thing that I have with like my best friend or my, you know, whatever, a family member, like someone who you yeah. know Yeah. Is- I always
3: oh a hundred percent. It always makes it a little bit more clear if you compare them to like a friend. Like, oh, would I accept this behavior from my best friend or from just like a casual friend. Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then like, ooh, not good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, it's kind of fucked up, but, like, I I was single most of my 20s, and, you know, if I was in a relationship, it was, like, for three months, and it was, like, barely a relationship, so, like, I pretty much consider myself single most of my 20s, and I'm in my first relationship now, and it's only now that I'm realizing, like, I put up with so much bullshit yeah. thinking that was, like, how dating works. But you didn't because know because you. Never, I had no idea. I had nothing to you'd compare never it experienced to. it. Yeah, yeah, and like for the first time in my life, like you know, because I'm so used to like shitty dude behavior that now, like, if I get into a fight with my boyfriend, I'm like, that's it, we're broken up, just because <laughs> like I'm so used to guys running away, and we're like, he's like trying to make things mm-hmm. work, and I'm like, oh shit, wait a minute. <laughs> oh so you like you really like me and we're like in a relationship and you're not running away and you want to try to work it out you like I want to work out- just like little things like that where I'm like when we first started dating he would text me and want to see me like more than once a week and I'd be like what the fuck like <laughs> it blew me away I was why like, aren't you is- trying to avoid me <laughs> yeah I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't even need to text you. Yeah. You texted me. Yeah. Just like little things like that yeah. that I didn't realize until I finally got into like an actual good relationship. Yeah.
3: I, another thing that we both talked about with the, the the guy did to us was, uh, if you would ask him a question that he didn't want to answer, he would just pretend like he didn't hear it, <laughs> or or would pre- just yeah. like you would text him something like, "Hey, what are blah? What are you doing right now?" or like or something specific, and he would just gloss over it and just not answer the oh question. Yeah,
0: that's what? a huge red flag. I, again, different different fuckboys, same experience. Yeah. yeah. Total yeah. change of subject pretend. or maybe no reply at all. Just like, oh, yep. okay, he was probably busy, you know? And then it's and like then some continue sort of with night, another conversation. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> some sort of weird college course they all take that we don't know about. I really yeah. think there
0: is one because then they all read, <laughs> you know, Dave I don't want to put on a fake mustache a
2: and glasses and go to one once. I mean, I don't but just <laughs> inf- <laughs> need to infiltrate somehow. I think, <laughs> yeah. Um, guys, let's take a really quick ad break, and then we're gonna be back with more.
0: Well, fuckboys, yeah. I think the whole thing, and I think as noted earlier, fuckboy, the term has changed a lot. But yeah, the men I dated who I would have considered fuckboys feel entirely different. I'm in my first relationship that's healthy of my entire life. I'm 30. My 20s were full of shit shows, really short. Or I guess they started short, but I just dragged them out forever. Half relationships, all of these different things. So it feels... I really relate to the thought of or the feeling of, oh, you actually want to hang out with me. So in terms of like the reverse of the red flags, if someone wants to hang out with you at first, I get it. It can feel like why I like the challenge. I like the I'm used to like it being a little harder to get. But I'm just thinking of like the flip side of the red flags, but like green lights of when you're mm-hmm. online dating. It's like for mm-hmm. me, it was trying my current boyfriend. Yeah. It was, it was not an immediate, like, thing I was panicked about after our first date. I was like, that was a great date, but, like, we'll see where it goes. Like, it mm-hmm. felt very different than prior. Like, mm. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that.
3: Just, like, not being nervous and, and sort of feeling secure in what's going on.
0: Yeah, and I still get insecure now. But, yeah, feeling less – it wasn't – I don't know. I think for me there was a big thing – about winning always with some of the mm-hmm. like less serious yeah. men I've dated, and yep. like I can, I feel this thing that's genuine. Like there are some like very clear guys who just want to hook up, you know. But there was an emotional connection, there was a physical connection, and there was time spent. And I was like, I can get you to the next level. I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And when it yeah. didn't feel like such a, like a I have to win. I don't know. I it took me a while to just accept that someone could want to hang out with me. So I'm trying to think of ways to be like. We're like, go on a second date if you didn't have a horrible first date and you are Mm -hmm. in a place where you want to meet someone seriously. And just thinking of what other opposite of red flags, green lights there could be that would be easy to miss if you were more used to dating like the guy who introduced you to. I feel
2: like Like, I have a lot of friends who get freaked out by available men. Like I'm thinking of totally like one of our guest daters sort of for a while who's like my one of my best friends and my cousin and she had been through a lot of fuck boy situations. Like some of them were honestly like straight. One of those like truth is stranger than fiction situations where you're like, this is literally crazy. Like it's so, so, so <laughs> nuts. But, um, when she started dating her now boyfriend who's like the fucking nicest best guy in the world she was like he's just like available and wants to hang out with me and likes me and like i don't know what his game is i'm like yeah <laughs> i think he's just a nice guy <laughs> i think yeah. he's just like a nice person yeah. but it's like i think I we're I get just it. so
1: fucked up that like that feels wrong like yeah. it feels like there's something something bad's about to happen you feel like you're being punked yeah <laughs> yes. like what reality
3: show am I on right now <laughs> totally. this is
1: too, it's or too what easy. secret am I gonna find out yeah. about him that's gonna like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like where are the bodies in your basement you know like
2: yeah there's something's wrong with you yeah <laughs> so sad the bar can be so low
0: yeah for sure are there any kind of Speaking to the like fuck boy as a term, I'm kind of switching gears a little bit now. But mm-hmm. are there any other terms or trends we mentioned breadcrumbing that you see like really new ones? This is partially because I'm just always curious. But any like weird new dating trends? Like we just heard about people being asked to like mm-hmm. have a phone call or Facetime before mm-hmm. going on a first mm-hmm. date. I don't know if you. I feel like you know you may have other intel <laughs> that I'd be curious about. <laughs> That I happened to me a few times when I was single where like a
1: guy would want to get on the phone or like FaceTime mm-hmm. before meeting up and I I honestly don't mind it.
0: Mm. It well, uh, it was weird to me at yeah. first,
1: but I don't know, the more like it was proposed to me the more I was like, ah,
3: we're yeah. just I that's what was my my first impression of when a guy is like, "Oh, let's FaceTime or let's Skype before so we can I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like we can save time and just like get a feel for each other to see if we even want to meet up in person yeah and (laughs) I write about this in my book but uh the first three times that the first three people that I met on tinder this was like in 2012 when tinder was first kind of like blowing up Mm -hmm. um and I was on there the first three people that I matched with uh asked to FaceTime or Skype, and they ended up ma- just, like wanting to masturbate in front of me.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, whoa, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> like one, True. At at that least, is, what? True. that is something one of that them, can happen. <laughs> one Forgot of them,
2: about that.
3: He uh, he was like, oh yeah, so you want to FaceTime? I was like, okay, cool. And then he's like, yeah. So what's up? And I was like, oh, nothing. Blah blah blah. And then he's like, so uh, do you want to see it?
1: wow <laughs> I like i was
3: like what
1: uh. yeah <laughs> that was like the wild west of tinder though where guys were like really excited and thinking it was like purely like a sex app yeah. and like being like super horny about it yeah i feel like today it might be a little different but yeah yeah i think it
3: then yeah all, all the guys it was marketed as just like a, a hookup app to guys and i don't think women were in on it
1: yeah.
0: No. I was like, <laughs> it I was just, like marketed very people. differently. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. They had two different plans and it's fucked yeah. up. Come on, Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> I was
2: going to say before you went into that <laughs> horrible dick story, um, I was going to say, like, I feel like there's a world where I can see it making more sense to ask for the phone call or, the FaceTime in LA, where like it's a way more serious time commitment to get to people. Yeah. Sometimes it's oh, way harder, like more of a the higher barrier of entry to get on a date, especially if you don't live in the same neighborhood or area or whatever. Mm-hmm. But totally. the dick story just knocked that right out of my <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> right out of my hand. Yeah. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, in the early days, I got so many dick pics mm. and. Yeah. Yeah. So many dudes trying to trying to be really horny.
0: <laughs> yeah. So wow. many horny dudes. Um. And we should mention Alexandra, but I want to ask this to both of you that you run by Felipe and that's your book as well. So when you both have encountered like the dick pics or just like hostile people who get rejected and get nasty because though the amount of screenshots of horrible versions of that that we get from people in our secret Facebook group it's just it's fucked up I got them it's like yeah broad advice on handling that and everyone should go follow your account if they don't already but yeah wondering what you both think in terms of how to just like honestly deal with that because it can you can be funny or you can clap back at them or you can do whatever yeah. or ignore it but like it's like kind of taxing to just get this bullshit it
3: totally is it totally is I mean it all comes down to like The nature of whatever the messages that you're getting sent and like how you're feeling and because it can be either really scary and be like, oh, shit, is this person going to stalk me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or like, do they know where I live? Or it can just be like annoying and like you just laugh at it, which. Yeah, that's what I try to do for the most part. Um
1: And that's why sharing it is so, like, helpful, too.
3: Yeah, I would say it's super important to share it and let people know because, I mean, when I first started By Felipe, people weren't really talking – women weren't really talking about it. They were just like, yeah, this is a thing that we go through and it's kind of just expected and we we put up with it and it's whatever. Mm -hmm. But then, like, talking about it, it's like, no, that's not okay and we shouldn't have to put up with this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever makes you feel most, most empowered, whether it's definitely like reporting and blocking the person or telling your friends
1: Mm -hmm. or,
3: um, or just like, you know, screenshotting it and being
1: an asshole, right back to them. Yeah. (laughs) I would take that approach sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely just
3: being proactive and not, and not just, um, you know living with it (laughs) and being like, well, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this recently with Samantha Rothenberg who runs Violet Claire and we like, it felt like, I don't know, almost like dating app. There are trolls everywhere. And I'm sure you've both dealt with just regular trolls, internet trolls. Uh, But Mm -hmm. it's almost like just hearing you speak about it now too. I don't even know. It depends on what makes you like put yourself what I'm getting is whatever will make you feel the mo- the best and most empowered. Yeah. I like that because we didn't have one solid answer that, you know, would work in all cases. Like, always oh, ignore it or oh, do this. Yeah.
3: Or- I don't think it's one – I don't think there is one – there's a right or wrong answer for how to how to deal with it. It's just, mm-hmm. like, whatever will make you feel the best about it It's very yeah. cool. or, and the most safe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God.
2: And I think sometimes that can be, like – I don't know. I think sometimes – We talked about this, like Kimmy said, with um, Samantha, Violet, Claire, but like – I think sometimes not giving them air like i think it's okay to remove yourself from the situation if you totally. want to be like you know what like what they're looking for is attention so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna give it to them like that's something i feel more and more okay with being like all right fuck it you know like mm-hmm. they're fucking yeah. weirdos who feel good about being shitty on the internet you know like, yeah i don't know how to interact I, with people like that or i go it to, through
3: yeah. yeah or submit it to buy <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> i i just recently like i go through through waves like I I won't get anything for a really long time and then randomly I'll get three dick pics in my DM, in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but like I got one this like last week and it, it was just like a dick and then he put like a, a frowny or like a crying face on it and and then it said like I'm sad.
2: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> well, fucking obviously cuz you I wouldn't like be sending a- dick pics if you were happy.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And but- I was just like, okay, this is just begging for attention and i'm not gonna give him any
2: yeah that's so weird that's so sad and weird and creepy yeah
3: at this point i've just seen everything so it's like really hard to yeah freak
1: me out i mean it's (laughs) kind of sad but that's part of it too is like in a fucked up way like getting used (laughs) to it helps (laughs) like yeah just it's like you know I get called a fat slut almost every day by like random guys oh, who yeah. hate me and I'm like yeah dude that's what I call myself like it doesn't yeah. hurt at this point because these are words that I own about me so it's like in a fucked up way just being desensitized yeah. helps a lot too
3: Allison's gotten a lot of heat from like reddit cer- certain reddit just, like, groups like random trolley,
1: just like-, like yeah MRA type dudes yeah. who will randomly be like, you're a dumb bitch. And I'm like, cool. Okay. Thanks, thanks for yeah. the imb- later. Like, it's just like, it has no effect. Yeah. Like go upstairs from the
2: basement and give your mom a hug. I know you yeah. love
1: her. Like, put the Mountain View down. Yeah. Like you need a hug. And go to therapy. Yeah. Something mm. wrong.
2: Yeah, totally. It's, it's so sad and also so upsetting because like, you should not, yeah, you shouldn't have to be dealing with people because they are fucked up, but I guess they just the they get
3: into in. these like groups where they're just like echo chambers and they all egg each other on, and and then eventually they're all just speaking some sort of other language that we're not even, yeah, <laughs> that normal people are not privy to. That's <laughs> true. Like, Whoa, my beta, alpha, bleh, whatever, <laughs> beta, you're a yeah. Chad and a Stacy
0: <laughs> And you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You just made all that up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Oh, God. On that super positive note, no. Uh, <laughs> I actually – I think that's incredibly valuable just because it's a shit show out there. And at least, you know, it happens to all of us. Um, and I think that you both sharing will make some of our our We're gems all- and podcast listeners feel a little bit better about all this bullshit. I just hate – Yeah. I hate We're
3: all just sl- slogging through the swamp, as we <laughs> like to say on our podcast.
0: Yeah, we say that a lot. <laughs> we're just like we're all just swamp. going
3: through it. It's yep. shitty. It's
0: really shitty. And then yeah, god damn. Well, thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. It was really fun to kind of hear more firsthand about how you met and the podcast. And please tell everybody where to follow you, where to find be single. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be wondering.
3: Yeah, um, we're on Instagram at the single podcast and you can listen to us wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> <Pick up. Yes. laughs>
1: All, the platforms. All the platforms. I know, I'm always
0: like, just Google it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Um and you can find us at 51 First State's Pod on Instagram, join our secret Facebook group, email us at 51 gmail.com. rate subscribe review.
0: Yeah, all yes. those things and we will continue loving you for it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you so much Alexandra and Allison for being here and doing this. Um thank you. you. Know, thank you so we much. Had so much fun. Of course, this was great. And we always sign off by telling our listeners to go on a date, but I'm also feeling like <laughs> Protect yourself. <laughs> you don't and go on a date. <laughs> <You> don't. Yeah. <laughs> go on a date, but then also, you know, take care of yourself because yeah, <laughs> it sucks out there. But oh, I,
2: I fucked everything up. But we love you. Okay, go on a date. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Bye.
1: We are actuaries in a world filled with unpredictability.